Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, welcome back to Don V Fridays, man. This is the 2019 first podcast of the new year. Um, I, had, I took a little layoff because I didn't want to talk about R. Kelly for the last month. <laughs> <laughs> The black community <laughs> has allowed R. Kelly. So that shit stupid as hell. Pete, the world allows sexual assault. That shit ain't exclusive to black people. But I got a very special guest. Very special guest. I'm happy. Actually, happy this man came on the show because a lot of people think we don't like each other. And it's the opposite. Right. So introduce right. yourself right. to great people at Don V Fridays. What's going on, y'all? It's Jay Anderson here, aka Here Go Jay again. Yeah, like like Vito said, a lot of people think we don't get along because we actually have what I like to call conversations on Twitter. And yeah, so there's that. Um, I'm a I'm a blog writer, videographer, photographer. Um, for Hootsabit.com, BlessingBrackets.com, and then I'm a freelance. Also, a videographer and photographer. Right now, I'm working with uh, Bucket Rail in uh, the Hoop State in North Carolina. So I do a lot. So I'm I'm, I'm adding podcasting to to the to the to the resume as well. So you know, starting uh, hard working right. black hard working black man, man. We need more hard working black men out here. Man, tell me about it. So yeah, I'm 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 happy to happy to, that you can get me on. You know what I'm saying? Give your give your viewers a different perspective. So. Yeah. Hopefully we can we can do that. And as I and even as I'm talking, Webb Wellman, who is the dude for Ball of Life, is calling me right now. But I'm going to screen the call and hope he answers when I call him later. <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope he I hope that doesn't mess up no opportunities for you. But um, where you from? Right. Where you from originally? Man, I'm I was born. I'm a I'm a military brat. Like I like to tell people, I'm a military brat. So I've lived in Texas, Virginia, New Jersey. I went to three high schools in four years. Like right now, I live in North Carolina. I just moved to North Carolina from Maryland about three months ago, just on a I need to move type tip. Like not like I moved. I basically decided I was moving in two days and basically did it because that's how I am. So that um, <laughs> I'm I, I, like when it comes to like claiming stuff, like yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty much that guy in the background. That yeah, well, I'll, I'll I mean I'll, I'll I'll promote anything. I'll you know anything positive. For that matter, because you know how people are that I'm promoting anything positive. I mean, any, any, anything that's uplifting us, uplifting the youth. I mean, I, I'm behind it. So that's kind of where I'm at. I also work on the food truck too. Little yeah. plug for that. Baton Rouge Cuisine, brcuisine.com. Um, if you can't spell any, uh, brcuisine.com, just go to Google. I don't feel like spelling it. Um, <laughs> shout out Baton Rouge what Cuisine, batonroucecuisine.com. Right. Yeah. You see it? No, brcuisine.com. Brcuisine.com. Yeah, yep. It's owned by my uh, my brother-in-law. My sister own it. 
So I, I work with them now down here. So it gives me the opportunity to get around my niece and nephew down here, see my family more, stuff like that, while I also travel and don't be home half the time anyway. <laughs> That's dope, man. That's dope. com, and they deliver, yeah. or is it just a local? No, I mean, they, they don't deliver, but, I mean, we, we basically go out anywhere from Raleigh, Durham, uh, Greensboro area, and, I mean, we do online orders, but we have to be – you have to pick up from a location. We ain't we ain't there yet, but we trying to get there. Yeah, y'all need to expand and get y'all D.C. base going, man. You know how hard it is to get good food in D.C.? Oh, no, I mean, but, I mean, it's a dude up there actually in D.C. now. He works for the uh, – he he has an app called Good Find. You can look it up. That's 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 the the wave he he's got up there. It's called Good Find. G O O D F Y N D dot com. He uh that that's that's what you got to use to to check those food truck apps out. Because I mean he he's on it. So another yeah. plug. <laughs> hey, plug. Hey, plug all your shit, man. Plug, plug all your plug. shit. Plug shout every, out, shout plug out my boy Lamar. <laughs> shout out, shout out, man. Speaking of nasty food in D.C. Oh my goodness, dog, <laughs> dog, dog, like dog, and and, and that's that's like hey, the perfect in. transition. Like, hey, go in, go in, son. It's it, it's just something that's like tough to like wrap my head around. Like, you just beat the best team in the country, like demolished them, forty four to sixteen to complete an undefeated season. On your visit to the White House, you get served fast food. Or silver pla- silver platters and candlelight, like like you talk about a slap in the face, like little Jimmy's party that nobody's gonna show up to that they gonna post on Facebook ain't even serving fast food. Like, come on, yo, like not one player stood up and be like, no McDouble for me. Hey, come on, come, like hey. <laughs> I just can't like, imagine is... going through two a days. You played 15, <laughs> 15 football games. You beat the greatest dynasty that our generation ever seen, and the light at the end of the tunnel had a, a quarter pounder on it, dog. No, no, all all the DC food spots they got. He chose Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell. Like I would have knelt during prayer. <laughs> he like yo. they wonder why players was kneeling. Like this could be a reason. <laughs> like uh, yo, uh, come on yo. Like nobody puts like I'm throwing sauces at Trump. <laughs> like no. I'm pushing I'm pushing cold burgers over. Like oh, come cold, on. That man had cold cheeseburgers on deck, man. Dog. And took like, a picture Chuck in front of all of them, like he was. Yeah, him. like like he was doing something. <laughs> like, he was doing something. Like you, like you about to be a mean. <laughs> get them, get them boys some steaks, man. They earned it. They earned the steak, man. Dog. All them DC food spots, and they couldn't go to Logan Steakhouse. Like, and then, and then, and then what gets me? This what gets me about it. It's not even the fact that they serve us. Then everybody else gonna step up. You can come eat with me. Nah, <laughs> nah. It's too late. Like, why isn't it everybody will step up when it's too late? Like, Aisha Curry talking about she wanted. She gonna do number from over YouTube food channel. That's it. Like, oh, yeah. come on now, come on oh, yeah. now. Like, what? That's why I really do. Like, oh, oh well. Now all the celebrities want to step up and pitch in and feed them. Y'all should have stepped up and pitch in and feed them when you know it was a government shutdown. <laughs> hey, I, hey, salute Trump for trying to. That's what I like to call throwing up a Hail Mary on fourth down. Dog, Chuck E. Cheese would have been like they could have went to David Buster's and I would have yeah. understood. 
I would have understood our president is 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 not the best diplomat if they he took him to David Mustard. This fool said, I'm going for it all and I'm gonna order fast food. Like, just let me off to the next stop. And then people like, were saying, it's... why didn't they have Chick-fil-A? And they don't know the Chick-fil-A situation in DC. It's it's like what, two? One in Crystal City and one in Silver Spring? Like DC yeah, is it, there's right. no plethora of Chick-fil-A's in DC. To anybody nope. that plan on visiting, you got to get your DC and you got to get your Chick Fil A in when you coming to right. the district. Right, you got to take your ass to Brent Chili Bowl. You coming to DC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wild. Salute to the Clemson Tigers, but dog. Yeah, because y'all did better than me. I've been, I'd have been on the news the next day ranting. <laughs> like I'd have got thrown off the football team or something. It'd have been me. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have did all that. I would have just <laughs> faked that stomach virus so I can finesse some of that bread. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm criminal man. I'm check. always, I'm always right. looking for a finesse. Hey, yeah, you right because they didn't get paid for playing. You right, yeah. you right, you right. Oh you right. shit, I ate a cold hamburger. I don't know where it came from, but I know Trump watched <laughs> Right, right, definitely, definitely at the White House. I'm putting that address in immediately. <laughs> but, but, but speaking of athletics, and, and both of us, you a VT alum, correct? Oh, yeah. Yep. Graduated in 2010. Was manager for the men's basketball team for four years. I'm just a fan. I never went to college. But we're both, we both support Virginia Tech athletics, no doubt. Um, oh, yeah. The basketball team took an L on the chin the other night against. Whew, man. Man, it was rough. I thought we was playing the Warriors. I did. Oh, <laughs> baby. Oh, man. But, but. All in all, it's been it's been a good season for the basketball team. How you feel about the basketball team so far this season? Um, I mean men's basketball. I'm a, I'm gonna put it this way: the elephant in the room is this: the Hokies men's basketball team is not a top ten team. I don't mean that as like a knock on anybody. Like, I don't care that UVA shot fifty four fifty four point two percent three, fifty eight point five percent from the field, like. That just speaks on how good they are this season and why they're going to run the tables in the ACC. But in terms of Virginia Tech, like, one player who's yet to show up, like, to me in in, in the ACC game is Justin Robertson. Um, he, right now he's averaging nine and a half points on 33.3 shooting from the field, 25% from three. In non-conference action, he was averaging 12.2 points, shooting 42 points, 42 points, no, 42 from the field and 33.3%. The team is a three-headed monster. When one of them isn't producing, you get the last two results, which is uh, 52-49 went over Georgia Tech, who just, to me, isn't that good. And then you turn turn around and get blown out, 81-59 to UVA. Then you look at the roster, (laughs) and you see that Hokies' average height is 6'5" in the best yeah. conference to play college basketball. Yeah. Yes, I said it. The best conference to play college basketball. Oh, yeah. They have one legit big man on this squad in Kerry Blackshear Jr. KB. Then after him, there's literally no other big man. Like, you, you got P.J. Horn, but he's, yep, 6'5". So it's like, yeah, not having Chris Clark hurt, not having Landers Nolly hurt because the NCAA is full of incompetence, which is a completely different story. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I'm going to keep it. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it there. For the most part, I'm happy this team is 14 and two and two and one in the ACC. But I, I, I don't know that it's sustainable from a defensive standpoint. And um, UVA pretty much exposed all of it. 
yeah, we played on the road, but I mean, we still have two seniors on the team. We got a junior. We got an experienced sophomore on the floor. I mean, from a competitive standpoint, you wish for a better halftime score than 44-22. I mean, some nights just aren't going to be a night, but we need less of them Tuesday night games. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. that final score, man, that, I mean, we got it hurts, but I'm, no, but I mean, you got to remind yourself, we played three teams out of the MEAC, two teams from the Northeastern Conference. We only played three Power Five Conference, Power Five program, programs in our conference play. Like we, we, I mean, we prepare for a confidence boost, but you're not preparing for what you're going to see in the ACC. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, and this isn't a knock on buzz, the coach. I mean, a little bit it is, but, I mean, you can make this argument for a lot of teams. But my thing is, Virginia has a good number of in-state programs that Virginia Tech could play, like, from a state, from a state point of view, like, Central Connecticut isn't going to prepare us for a game like a VCU would or a George Mason would. Like, or even an ODU. Or even an ODU. Like, it, 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 it just doesn't make – like, some of these games – like, I mean, you look at some of these scores, bro. Like, like some of these games, we, we, I mean, we could have mailed it in. Maryland Eastern Shore, 85-40. Um, South Carolina State, 81-44. Central Connecticut State, 94-4. Like, what are you getting out of a 50-point win other than a check? Like, it's like, I'd rather see in-state competition because it gets you more eyes on recruits. Like, coaches can recruit in season. So, like, boom, you play in a VCU. You could go see an 804 kid that night and then possibly even give them tickets to the game the next night. So you see them twice in in, in, in a two-day span. And then – and state robbery still matter. Like you think you think UVA fans ain't, ain't rubbing this loss in our face? Like oh yeah. Like they can't beat us in football. So they never beat us in football. Like, Last year was <laughs> like, they, that was their window. That was that that was their window and they and, and they missed the boat. So it's just like in terms of scheduling, like I just I just went like I mean shit, we could have played Rafford, bro. Like you take Gardner West. Like, that's in the same conference as Radford, but we played Gardner West. Radford is like 10 minutes up the street. Might as well get Radford that loop. Yep, like, why not? You play VMI and shit. Yeah, get get, get Radford that loop. Put that check behind Radford, man. Lord knows. Like, that, like, that's, like that, that's what kind of kills me. They can use the check. <laughs> that check I mean, in Radford. Radford. Rapper beat Texas this year. They beat Notre Dame this year. So, I mean, yeah, like that. Like, you tell me we beat a team like that, like that wouldn't get better confidence boost than uh, 81-44. And, and that's not a knock to us beating Washington or or um, Purdue or who else we beat. Uh, no, we lost to Penn State. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. We beat Notre Dame. We beat Georgia Tech. We beat Washington. And Purdue, as far as as far as like quality, te- like quality teams, like it's just yeah. Sometimes I'm just at a loss for things. Like I just don't understand. I'm one of them basketball fans that's along for the ride. Like I don't get too high or too low on the basketball. Even when we had James Johnson as coach, like I wasn't spazzing. Like right, I, like when the football team is like good, I'm spazzing. But when the, the basketball team can be terrible, and I'm like, oh, okay, I mean, I'm chilling regardless. I mean, 
salute to the basketball yeah, team. You I'm, said Justin Robinson is struggling um, in, in conference play, and, and that's been true so far, honestly. And I had I got high hopes. I think he'll turn it around, though. I got high hopes for J. Rob, man. I got I got I got high hopes for him too because I mean anytime I'm on campus, I, I, you, like I've been to football games, seen him in football games before, you know, say good luck to see you and stuff like that. So I mean, yeah, it's not a knock to the kid because I mean, oh, yeah. shoot, before I was not, I met him, I met him, you know, what I'm saying he's blowing oh, he, the season away. Oh, man, he'll be catching uh, some on the timeline though. Yeah, but I mean, since Penn State, he just stepped it up, so it's like mm-hmm. it's one of those things where yeah, you gotta you gotta let your play do the talking because yeah, especially in this day and age. Yeah. You need LeVar Ball asking for 3500 Shut that fool up, though. Before I even get on the plane to go out there, I ain't trying to deal with that shit. How you feel about Justin Fuente on the football side? Yeah, I think everybody know how I feel about him. But how you feel about him? I mean, I mean, we've been down this road. Me and you been down this road before already about recruiting, about how he can't recruit himself by seven. I mean, I remember when I went to Virginia Tech. That's all that was on the football team, seven five seven kids, and all you be like, we for seven five seven, like that. That's all you heard on Tech campus at one point. But yeah. I mean, I, I think I think there's a disconnect right now between VT football and recruiting. Yeah. Um, we saw early this season with Cam Good's departure mm-hmm. uh, on the D line. Then we lost Luke Reynolds. Then we lost Adonis Alexander. Um, yeah, I Trey, mean, I feel Trayvon's like Quincy. Oh yeah, Trayvon's is. I feel like with Fuente, it, it, it's put up a shut up time now. I mean, luckily we've got Rhode Island and Furman on the schedule this season, but yeah. I don't want to play with you again. I don't even want to, like, my man, my man was running duck lines on the football celebration. Like, don't even, like, add them to the list with the ECU, <laughs> with that yeah. whole ECU fiasco. Add them to that. Like, don't, I don't even want to fucking play with you. Look at the between the legs, duck celebrate. I'm like, we're not even playing that fucking sport. And he been out here showing off. <laughs> like, showing like, off, though. We're, and it's like, we're just bad. And it's not a, like, get these kids off of feel bad. It's like, so this is what y'all came up with type shit bad. Like, yeah. where it's like, I remember we, we used to average over 200 rushing yards a game not too long yeah. ago. Shout out to Ryan Williams and David Wilson. But yeah. now, I mean, we averaged 174.3 rushing yards per game last year. That ain't bad. But... We gave up 210 rush yards per game. I was tired. I think I was tired of watching us ODU and got a couple of curries <laughs> and, and pulled off. Our Dog. Dog, like it's it's like the receiving core is fine, but it's the other pieces. Like, yeah. 
no D line, we can't tackle, we can't cover. And then you watch that Cincinnati game. That was like the true experience of our season from beginning to end. And it was like right. by the fourth quarter, everybody was just too tired to think. And it's just like, I hope it gets better, but like you say with basketball, that's how it was football. Cause I mean, it's football. Like, we ain't about to win a national championship. <laughs> like, we not, like, we used to be ACC, like, running, run the conference, but I mean, whew. No Quintana fell off, bro. <laughs> no way. Now, what you call them? Memphis 2.0? What you call them? We, we, we East Memphis. East Memphis. <laughs> East Memphis she, University. She Memphis doing good, though. <laughs> Memphis got a younger than dog, first round running. Dog. And that nigga running the ball. <laughs> That's no. why I was like, yo, where the fuck is the irony at? No, they eat, dog. Memphis eating, man. We got finesse, dog. but. Dog, I'm mad. I'm, I mean, I'm mad, but I'm not mad. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm just mad they ain't do my man. Beamer Ross. Shout out to Beamer. You got your statue. Yeah, Be- yeah this is my dude. Right, like, we go to church sometimes and say a prayer to but that's different. So, yeah. No, that was we got a statue now. That's depressing, man. Shout, shout out Frank Beamer, man. We didn't know how yeah, good we had for real. it, bro. Tear, tear, right. I mean, I knew, I knew how good we had it, but it's like I said, I've been waiting for this because it, it was eventually it was going to fall apart. So, I mean, you got some seven wins, six win seasons. Now you gotta recruit better. Now you gotta Man. get coaches off off other people's wives. So dudes supposed yeah. to put a rant about it, looking yeah. embarrassing. Like you yeah, gotta that, get away from that. Yeah, <laughs> that, that dude, you went, gotta out, get away that from dude that. went out sad as hell. Though. <laughs> hey, my man. My man popped up everything, and I'm looking at it like, yo, like, we don't want to know that, like, go go save your marriage, be like, you don't want to know what he was doing with your wife, like, that's, Dog, that's on you. sad as fuck. Oh, my goodness. I hope he don't come looking for me, because I don't got no money, so. He went out sad as hell, like, man, game is got my wife. Dog. Bro, bro, like he had the whole name and dates and bro, I was like, oh, he got receipts. Oh, no. all right. Was that like, was the cluckiest shit I ever heard in my life. Oh my goodness! And there's some L's you just gotta take silently. That was that was one of those 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 silent L's you gotta take. Yeah, that was, gracious. that was Speaking of toxic masculinity, what about this Gillette right. advertisement? Dog, everybody was like, I don't even. I don't even know where it came from, but I got on Twitter and I seen somebody hashtagging the Gillette ad. And I watched it just because I like to, like, I like to be in the know when people be, like, mad about stuff. Nigga yeah. was mad. Yeah. So he was about to flush his <laughs> Gillette <laughs> shaver down the toilet. And it's like, everybody's mad at Gillette because they're saying, and let's hold each other accountable. Let's raise better boys rather than saying boys will be boys. Mm-hmm. And my thing with it is, anytime you face backlash from something you do as a company, you did your job, good or bad, indifferent. We okay. learned that from Nike with the whole situation with Colin Kaepernick yep. and 
everybody was burning their Nikes and Nike stock that went up. So all them people that burn their Nikes better go get them out of the fucking trash oh, shit, and stop looking stupid. They look dumb as and, hell. And my thing with the boys will be boys thing is, from a cultural standpoint, we, we was just talking about football. Me personally, I don't like football because I'm little, I'm not 6'8". 220 pounds or whatever you got to be to be like I'm a little yeah. person so when I came up with playing football I got bullied so my experience with football is a little different than everybody else's because I was smaller than everybody by the time high school got here so like I get what the ad is saying like hold, let's hold our mouths accountable you see something say something type thing because yeah. now I feel like our society is so Trying to just pull out the camera and record now that yes. any anything can go wrong. I mean, you got kids getting shot on camera now, black kids getting shot on camera now. But I mean, even when you see that, there's no accountability there, and that's kind of where the Gillette ad is going to. But you'll see that people later on in life. But my thing with the Gillette ad is. I don't know when, but our society has become so emotionally reactive to things that don't affect them on a daily basis that it amazes the fuck out of me. No. Does that make sense? That makes a whole bunch of sense? sense. Yeah, it does. It amazes the it amazes it like it amazes the fuck out of me that a girl can wake up with a an idea to go on her campus where a mass shooting happened and say we need open legal carry because they can't take our guns. As if they is this big ass entity and is out to really take anything from them. Like the the idea that people are out to take something from you is so prevalent in our society that oh yeah, everything you turn on is division. Everything you turn on is pick a side or pick this side or pick this side. How do you feel? How does this? I mean, at some point, discussion has to go somewhere other than being an emotionally driven thing. And that's kind of where I think Gillette took it. And I like that. Because as now, put it this way, like that Bud Light Dilly Dilly ad, I still don't know what the fuck that shit's mean. Like, that shit is, like, I, I don't know. It's just some goofy Maybe shit. I, it's just some goofy uh, Yeah, it's just like, it, it doesn't, like, not, you watch some ads and you're just like, all right, I don't know whether to drink beer or just say Dilly Dilly all day. But, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And just, as it's supposed to be that, shit. like, that driving force to make you do something, but they just drive you to be goofy. <laughs> I guess. As, as you're telling me. So the it's th- just like, yeah. The thing with I'd Gillette, rather see a Gillette ad. The thing with Gillette, um, as far as, you know, that saying, look, stop, you know, if you see women getting abused out here, come on, man, just say something. You ain't got to be Rambo. And I and I almost got stabbed in the mall. I almost got stabbed in the grocery store for intervening. The dude was about to hit a woman. Like, whatever. Yeah, I remember stabbed, you told me about that. Yeah, if he would have stabbed me, whatever. I mean, shit. But it just, you can't, we can't keep letting that type of shit rock. It's, it's pretty much what it's saying. The only thing about the ad I disagree is the two little boys, they was wrestling. Um, I, I, I don't think, I hope they wasn't trying to say that leads to men abusing women because Little boys. No, no, no. They're just saying. They just saying like it's just family. Like think about like we from a we all we got standpoint. Like I never had brothers, 
But I was always taught, I, I've had two older sisters, so I was always taught, you look out for it, like, I don't care how old you are, you look out for your sisters. Anytime yeah. my sisters, like, needed me to look out, like, yeah, like, what you need me to do? Like, that, that's what it was. So it, 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 it's from a, a we all we got standpoint. If you over there beating up on your brother at three, when you, maybe when you get older, it could turn into something where you don't love your brother quite the same. Type, type situation. I don't really think they were saying you abuse women because you beat up your brother, but it kind of it, it, it kind of tiptoed that line on like bullying with like yeah. having that little brother where you gotta look out for your brother, be your brother's keeper versus drowning that nigga in the water. He can't breathe and laughing when you yeah. let him up. <laughs> yeah, because I, I come from that that culture of toxic bullying. I you know, talk about my past yeah. here all the time, and I used to I used to I'm I'm small. I'm like five. And in high school, I was maybe 100 pounds. But I was part of that toxic bullying culture and sexual assault culture. I was slapping girls' asses and grabbing girls' titties and all that shit. Right. Like, wild shit. Like, as a, yeah. Like, and I, and like, like, when I was 14 years old, I used to run through the high school and smack girls on the ass. Like, I never understood until my mom, like, sat me down and looked me in my face and said, if the cop knocks on my door and says you're getting charged with sexual assault, we're going to have a problem. Oh, that, yeah. that's a little different, you know what I'm saying? And looking at it as, oh, I'm just trying to be funny. Like, you yeah. don't look at it from that standpoint unless somebody really checks you like that. So, I mean, yeah. 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 Shout out and to the Gillette like, 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 sexual assault shawty in school. Like, I was committing all the sexual assault. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, you, and, right. Now that you, now that you look back on it, right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that, and that's kind of where the Gillette at is like, man, we got to hold each other accountable. Because it's, yeah, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's it's a problem. It's it's clearly a problem. Yeah. And Hollywood, you know I mean, we just seen it with Hollywood on TV now. I mean, shoot, every week. You just, I mean, just before you talk about R. Kelly, like I don't even yeah. want to talk about that because that's just not even yeah. like. Yeah. That's not even like the only a thing healthy that discussion to have. Like shit is uh, we everybody. The thing is, everybody agrees. So, the thing with R. Kelly as far as social media is the only way you can stand out as far as taking a stand is I have to prove how outraged I am that this was a this shit happened 20 years ago. Everybody knew what he yeah. was doing. But now everybody yeah. wants to act like they're so outraged and offended. And I'm like, dog, this motherfucker been raping. We did this already. Yeah, we did this already. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I thought we played this game already. Yeah. I feel that's, you. That's why I don't watch Lifetime. Because I ain't giving Wendy Williams yeah. none of my money. Yeah, and I'm like, dog. <laughs> and people acting like Oh, but this and that, and the only my my only problem with that whole shit was Lifetime got exactly what they wanted because the the narrative changed from we need to protect women to y'all need y'all black men y'all black people need to police y'all men and keep y'all black men from raping and and like yeah I don't I, yeah I didn't I didn't I didn't I mean to be honest I ain't know it turned into that but I mean I'm not surprised it turned it yeah. it turned into that so now that so now. It, it the always face, becomes the face a vilification. The face yeah. of me too when time's up is R. Kelly and Bill Cosby. Right. The, the face of like they, they they change the narrative. And I don't want to turn this into a white black thing, but the the white media is good at making a black boogeyman. They're real oh, good yeah. at that. They're real good at making a black so now R. Kelly, who've been raping for twenty years, is the the king of all rapists. He's the face of rape. Right. They, right. they found, like just like how Ray Rice and Chris Brown is the face of abuse. Yeah. Just like how I just like how Magic Johnson is the face of HIV. Like 
the media is good at making a black man the face of some bad shit. I'm not saying that they uh they supposed to report on R. Kelly, but they good mm-hmm. at making a black man the face of some shit. So now the narrative has turned into how could the black community let R. Kelly? First of all, we don't sign his contracts. <laughs> right, right, we, right. We, we did we not turn around him on the if anything, if anything, they better talk to Dave Chappelle because he the one he wanted to make shit. They put <laughs> a whole rap. Like they took this whole R. <laughs> Kelly shit and all this abuse on women. And, and we just agreed that there's an epidemic of abuse on women, period, across the globe. It's sex, <laughs> sex slaves, sex trafficking, Eastern European human, Eastern human trafficking, yeah, all of that. Yeah. Young girls getting abused across the globe, and they turned this in, right. into how black people is letting black girls. No, this is a world epidemic. This ain't no black epidemic. But yeah. that was my issue with all of that bullshit. But um, <laughs> no, that's why. Hey, look, that's why I tend to just stay out the conversation. Because when when I I feel like when I can stay out the conversation, like my emotions don't get involved, my energy ain't changed, just a map. Like, yeah, like some yeah. people be like, how can you never speak? Because man, some things just ain't meant to be spoken on. That, You're that's right, though. Oh, that's the best I can put it. Because I mean, I mean, because yeah, God forbid you bring some nuance. Yeah, Twitter, yeah. Then they talk about you always, you always try to be a prophet, or they always try to be profitable. No, you I'm support just, R. Kelly. Like, if you say anything yeah. against the narrative, you support it. I'm like, dog. Right, right. Like, no, R. Kelly. I rather, I rather talk about something else. Shit. <laughs> like, let's go back to King of Jock, King of R and B, Jock Queen. <laughs> dog. King of R and B. Hey, bro, I need to see his stream. I need to see his stream, his stream production. Since Jacquees, you said that, bro. Uh, I, I said on the podcast a couple of weeks ago that Drake was the king of R and B. It is funny because you know now you got Drake, right? Drake. Yeah, with Soldier Boy, dog. Soldier Boy talking. Listen, Soldier Boy. He talking about he the comeback rapper of the year. First of all, when did he come back? Like, the funny thing is, I'm a huge Soldier Boy fan. I've been rocking with Draco for a long time. But go ahead. What you about to say? <laughs> hey, bro. All I'm saying is, like, when did he? When did he? Like, when did he come back? Two. When did he leave? And then it's like Soldier Boy. Like, we 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 knew this already. Like, we knew Drake was biting. We knew we knew. We, like, he's telling us stuff we already knew. And then people want to post tracks from 2005, and then fast forward to 2011, and it's 2019. Like, it's just. Yeah, like I don't get it. No, like, young, young Draco some things are better his, left unsaid. Young Draco want his props, man, and now he arguing with famous Dex on live. So, so nah, but I mean, that, but every famous second Dex, of clout out of this, and I love every second of it. But I'm saying that famous Dex did it. That famous Dex is true because I remember when famous Dex came out and he was S O D Money Game. So I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's, like some of it is true, but I oh, mean. Yeah. It's not new. It's not new news. Like we keep reacting to old news it differently is new news because to it's these getting... people. To a lot of How? So it's some dumbass people. It's dumbass people out there. It's, <laughs> it's some uncultured, unsafe not... people that don't know shit. It's... But listen, but listen, it's not my fault. They not using the power of the internet. 
It's not my people. fault. They don't know shit. They got to get the information put in their face. It, by the breakfast breakfast club, like I, I still, I like I, I need. I'm trying to get on their payroll, man. Like they had somebody different every week on there saying something, and everybody be like, "Hey, man, it's real." Like, like you, yeah. you would think somebody just left the barbershop the way they be yeah. posting them. Like, like they be having videos. philosophers like, on that bitch every day, bro. Every day, and I'm just like, yo, I don't care. Yeah, that because I mean, Charlotte at the end of the day, they hype men too. They might, they might, they trying to get his ass about the paint. Speaking of all these rapists, all right. and whatnot. Oh, they trying to all get right. a man. Yeah, his um, his his they accusers. They probably get a lot of that though. His accusers speaking out. I saw her documentary. Um, and uh, that's yeah. the one. That's the one where like he uh, his friend did it or something. He watched or something. Uh, she said that he um. He gave her Spanish flag and alcohol and fucked her in a hotel room or something like that. But um, I was like, how the fuck is he going to be in an R. Kelly documentary? And he got his own documentary. That boy, wow. So, yeah, that, that seat might be open, you know. They trying to protect him, though, but his ass might get muted. You see, they changed the narrative. They couldn't go in on all these rapists with his ass on the, with, up there. So the wild times we living in. So, so all I know is, <laughs> Soldier Boy is still he still like he still ain't cha- like that's what I like about Soldier Boy though he still ain't changed like yeah he still got that same what was it a Gucci headband he still got that same band. Gucci headband bro like yeah. he like he ain't aged, he look like he ain't aged the day yeah that yeah that man that man Draco now he the Clout King six nine locked up. We needed a new Clout troll. So, oh, is that what it is? Six nine locked up. How long? Six six nine been locked up for a while though, hasn't it? Um, probably three months. I think his trial in his trial in until September, and he ain't get no bond. So, <laughs> oh, he about to come out. He about to come out cloned. He got to sit. Clone people in yeah, like you walk. Yeah, he got to sit. There. He got to sit his ass down for a while. And then think, about, and think about his decisions. Go. Well, yeah, man. Plug your um, plug your your writing because I, I oh respect, yeah, I respect your writing. I read your I read your articles and I read the stuff you write. I don't just bro. I pre- I appreciate that. I appreciate that because yeah, I, I do I do be having friends that be trying to dog me too. So yeah, I appreciate that. Um, my uh, what's the latest? Oh, I mean the latest article. I mean, I write I write a weekly article on hoopshabit.com. That comes hoopshabit.com. out uh, Friday. Yeah, hoopshabit.com. That's the uh, rookie of the year power ranking. Um, we pretty. I mean, we pretty much know with that. Um, Luka Doncic. If you, if you don't watch the NBA, if you don't watch the NBA, just learn who Luka Doncic is, and it'll all make sense about the rookie of the year thing. And then I also write about um, the Sixers and the Wizards. Um, the Wizards have just depressed me to the point that I just don't. <laughs> you know how, like, you don't want to, like, pour on more fire to the flame, so you just, like, are just waiting for your moment to kind of, like, write about something. And that's kind of where I'm at with the Wizards, dog, because, like, they do this shit every year, and it's like watching the Redskins, yo. Like, yeah. they do this shit every year, and now it's, oh, John Wall's in the club too much, John Wall's going this, this. Listen, coach sucks, all right? All right. 
And then I also write about the Sixers. Um, you know, they got the Jimmy Bitt, Jimmy Butler, and Ben Simmons who can't shoot a lick. But, I mean, he does his thing. So, I mean, as long as you got shooters around you, Ben Simmons, you don't got to shoot. That's my opinion. So, I'm sticking to it. You got J.J. Reddick on the team. Why, why do you need to shoot? Um, what else? Oh, and in college basketball, I do the ACC uh, power rankings uh, for the conference. Did I do a freshman on the rise article? I need to get back into that. Um, I've just been busy. So, like, you got to understand, like, when I write, unless I can stay up to, like, 2 or 3 a.m. that night, I probably won't write for the next day just because I'm a night owl. And, like, I got to be in that zone to write. And if I'm not, it's just, like, next day. It's just that simple with me for writing, like, like I'm, I'm, and I'm, and I'm blessed to have like editors that understand and like will let me do my writing the way I want to do it. They don't, you know, what I'm saying they don't really, they don't really tell me no. And I don't say that in like a bad way or like an entitled way. I just say that in a way that, as a writer, I know there aren't a lot of people that look like me, so I like to do what I do, my style, and I like to have people that can yeah. edit some things good and if you need feedback they give me feedback so there's no really i don't feel bad saying what i say that's put it that yeah, they let you, they let you <laughs> rock and that's the most important right. thing especially right right you know while you know it's been a lot of you could say racism and it's a lot of prejudice and all that but into in 2019 they is starting to see more people of color in these positions and they start, and and they don't got to be on some goofball shit. They don't got to play the right. game. They can be them. We can be ourselves in these fields. Right. And that's what's dope we, about we, uh, all right. this. We can wear our inclusion. But the truth right. is, right? Because I'm a nerd. I tell, they, I tell anybody, they I'm, on a nerd. I'm the biggest nerd. That's the truth. Right. Because they right. They they know they know they peep. They see they see. What they're doing. <laughs> right. That's right. Dog. That's why. That's why I be laughing at like. When the video games be getting sued and stuff, like like yeah. they suing them for all the dance moves now on Fortnite. Cause yeah. you know why? And I'm glad they suing them, cause I'm sick of these kids doing them damn dances, but can't tell me how to play the damn game. Like how you got all the dance moves, but you can't tell me how to shoot and how to build the fort. Like I'm tra- I'm get to the basics, dog. I am too. I am too. But I mean, it's like can't none of these kids teach me how to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can teach them how to dougie. Right, but they can teach me. But like, they can teach me how to floss and shoot. And uh, what's the other one? Maybe uh, Millie rocking. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. yo, can you sit still? Are you okay? You gotta go to the bathroom. What's wrong? It makes me nervous. You kids, out here wild as shit. But that, that's it for this week's Don't Be Friday, man. This is a a great insightful episode. Hard working brothers, can you plug once again all your plugs? Oh yeah! Brothers. If you want to follow me, follow me on Twitter at here go j again. Um, disclaimer: I tweet what I want, so good luck with that. Um, Facebook, Facebook.com/slash here go j again. That's where I post most of my um, photography and videography stuff. If you're if you're on Facebook and want to connect with me there. Um, on hoopshabit.com and bustingbrackets.com and two other sites if you want to connect with me there. Um, I do anywhere from analysis, takeaways, uh, rankings, 
um, pretty much anything to the table. So, yeah, just reach out if you want to tell me how much I suck or you hate my opinion. Again, Twitter, at Day again. I probably won't answer you, but good luck. That's it, man. That's it for this episode <laughs> of Don B. Friday. Thanks for having me, Vito. Yo, we got to do this again sometime, though, but to the listeners, yes, God bless. <laughs>